Hey, and welcome to POP, Storyboard's podcast on private podcasts. I'm Jeremy Lin. For almost a year, we've been profiling different audio creators from our community. If you're new here or listening for the first time in a while, go back and tune into some of the great tips that guests like Rosa Top and Makina Table of Planned Parenthood shared. But today, we have an awesome interview with a fantastic leader who has utilized audio to address a really important topic for his team. I'm excited to welcome Ray Neltner, a physician and APP engagement manager at the Christ Hospital Health Network. Ray, thanks for joining us. Hey, Jeremy. Uh, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much. So, Ray, this is a mouthful. I just said you are a physician and APP engagement manager. Can you tell me what that is? What are your focus areas? What are your responsibilities? You bet. Yeah, it's one of the longer job titles that I've had in my career. So to break that down, you know, physicians and APPs, or that's code for advanced practice providers, which most of us would know as physician's assistants, nurse practitioners, nurse midwives, and they are my internal clients. And my role is really focusing on their personal well-being and to work within the network to identify pressure points that contribute to their burnout. And really, I like to say my goal is to help create an environment for them that brings back the joy in medicine. So, Ray, when you think about some of those nurse practitioners, PAs, midwives, what are some of the biggest communications challenges that they're facing? Yeah, you know, this probably isn't unique, Jeremy, across the various clients that you work with, but it feels pretty unique for us. And I, I would kind of break it down into kind of two buckets. One is is what I call access. So these folks, our physicians, physician assistants, and other APPs are extremely busy. You know, they're seeing, to give you a sense, many of them are seeing patients every 20 minutes all day long. They also are online with insurance companies trying to get approval for procedures, following up on in-basket messages like that you and I send our physicians, you know, asking all kinds of questions, charting medical records after that. And so the, their time is just full from A to Z. Oh, and I'm, by the way, then they're also trying to do like life stuff, like be parents and spouses and that kind of work too. So Getting their mind share is really challenging. The other kind of part that I think of around access is they, on a regular basis, are accessing multiple communication platforms, whether it's email, whether it's their electronic health record, whether it's telephone systems to insurance companies, et cetera. And so, you know, I'm always thinking about one more checkpoint is a barrier for them. So that's one. You know, the other one is it's connected, but I try to unravel it a little bit. And that is time that they have for more or different information. And so I'm always thinking in kind of soundbite chunks, right? If we're going to get any of their mind share around communication of other topic, it's going to be in the in-between cracks of their day. So time and, and access. And Ray, this is something we hear all the time from people in healthcare, right? Your doctors, they're, they're running in between, the, in between appointments. What brought this idea of audio, though, as a communication tool to help bridge that gap 
find the time in somebody's day. Where did this come from? Yeah, a couple of ways. So one, just like you're talking about, Jeremy, you know, looking for a way to fit into those spaces of time. And is there a way to capitalize on time that they already have? Right. So, you know, podcasts, we know from just our demographic that they use audio. Many of them listen to other podcasts. So if we could capitalize on their time in the car to and from the office, in the car between offices, because many of them are going to multiple locations to see patients in their ear when they're walking from one floor to the next. So we're looking for those spaces where they might have time to absorb audio. The other and maybe even more important reason for the topic of our podcast is letting them hear stories from their colleagues, right? And this this podcast, and I, I'm guessing we'll get into it, but it really focuses on this dilemma of burnout for physicians and APPs, you know, and there's, you can read all you want about the topic, but it really is highly stigmatized. And so, you know, people don't want to read about it. They don't want to talk about it. But I thought, you know, if we could get our own providers to share their stories with each other, that probably could be a pretty powerful way to, to bring the topic up. And it's something a lot of those folks deal with, right? But as you said, they're not going to communicate that over email. They're not going to write a, a short story about it. What is, what is it about audio that you think lends its way to sharing these stories versus like maybe putting a video together? Mm, yeah. Well, we thought about a video, but here's what I came to understand. So, you know, it's a, the physician APP kind of population, at least the ones that I've had the privilege to work with, you know, they've worked, as you would imagine, really hard to get to where they are. And so there's a little bit of, and they've gone through a lot of work and effort and sacrifice to, to achieve what they've achieved. And so there's a little bit of this like Teflon, you know, I got to be tough. I got to be hard. You know, I'm not going to admit kind of some of my personal challenges. It's just, it's kind of the subculture. So that's a, that's a barrier of something we're dealing with, you know, so they also tend to at some level be kind of in the, very independent. And so, you know, folks that are very independent don't like to talk about, you know, kind of the underbelly of things. And so that's another kind of challenge. And I also observed just as I watched physicians and APPs talk with each other, even around clinical topics and kind of work topics, that they really appreciate and respect each other. And so there's this collegial respect component. So we were thinking, you know, if what would it be like if one physician heard her colleague share the burnout challenges that they're dealing with? And would that really capture their attention and give it credibility instead of kind of the expert voice, if you will? kind of the colleague voice. And so audio really lends itself to that, you know, them telling their story, the emotion behind their story coming out and in a way that 
they can listen to that and reflect. And it's, it's like you're having a close conversation with friends, right? I think video, you're, you're not only speaking at the mic, you're looking at the camera now and it, it doesn't necessarily lend its way best to those type of stories. Yeah, I think you're right. And there's also this kind of, it also feels a little private. Like it's, I'm listening. So I'm almost having this conversation with this other person or a small group where video always seems like it's much more of a presentation. So Ray, talk me through your day-to-day process, putting this together. How do you pick who you want to interview? How do you record? And ultimately, how do you share this with your team so that you get those folks to listen to these stories of other people facing burnout? Yeah, great questions. Really several ways. And if I skip one, you know, circle back on me, Jeremy. So, you know, the first is kind of how do we produce and get the folks to join? So the great news about production is, you know, using the storyboard platform makes that part really simple. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a tech guy and it's, it's really easy. We use Zoom to get people to, uh, to engage in the conversation with me. I use a pretty standard, repeatable approach. You know, it's very conversational. I ask a couple of questions. The main goal is to get the the physician or APP provider to share their burnout experience and also any coping or mitigating strategies that they use, any resources that they'd recommend to a colleague is really the general kind of framework. You know, I mentioned we use Zoom and that works really well because one, it's something they're comfortable with. Two, they can access it anywhere because again, the talent that I'm using are the same people who are pressed for time, you know, skip lunch, sometimes can't go to the bathroom, all of that. So if I ask them to come to a recording studio at our main campus, you know, that that would just be so much interference. I'd never get anybody to show up. So they can really literally go into a patient room pull up Zoom in between appointments within 30 minutes, you know, we've captured the essence of the, uh, of the episode and they can go on their, their way. You know, so talent, I mean, of course, you know, there's always the uh, early adopters willing to tell their story. We have an engagement and committee for our physicians. And so many of the first guests on the podcast were members of that committee. And then, you know, there was a little bit of word of mouth, you know, someone beyond the, on the program and then they would promote their episode to their colleagues in their office. And then, you know, they do a little recruiting for me and, and somebody would be willing to be the next guest. It really was kind of a, uh, almost episode out of time, which was a little unnerving for me. I'm like, you know, I want to have 20 people scheduled and didn't work out that way, but people kept coming forward. So it worked out. And Ray, I think that's a credit to you and how relevant this topic is that somebody can hear it and somebody may be facing those same things in burnout. And now they feel comfortable coming forward and telling their story, maybe cathartically or just because they heard a colleague also do the same thing. Yeah, it definitely did work out that way, you know, and I think the other piece to to not skip over is, you know, the ease of them being able to record. Yeah. You know, so I send, you know, when someone's interested, we have a, a quick 
10 minute call where I talk about that. You know, you helped me put together a little kind of cheat sheet. So it really kind of takes the, the fear or the concern about how hard it's going to be or what's the effort or barriers. It just removes all those barriers. And then, you know, given it's a real benefit, one of the few bright spots post COVID, but people are really comfortable with jumping on a Zoom call now than they were, you know, a couple of years ago. Everybody knows how to do it now. You, yeah. We're, so, we're, no, we're no longer in the days of the pandemic where somebody is forgetting how to use the mute button, or at least that's what we hope. Yeah, you're right. Right. Well, and the good news is, even if they don't, we can clip that out. <laughs> exactly. So, Ray, I want, I want to talk a little bit about how this has landed. Obviously, people are listening to it and wanting to be interviewed, but how has your team responded as a whole to this awesome series about burnout? Well, you know, I'm kind of a data guy. And so we've been collecting data a couple of different ways, you know, so first if kind of by the numbers. So we've been about just under five months kind of in as went from when we first started working with you, Jeremy. And, you know, since that time, we have a little over 10% of our entire medical staff that have registered on the platform. Now, to give that some context, other things that we've done around physician burnout, physician wellness, we typically get between kind of two and 5% participation wow. on those kind of things. So, you know, we're, we're about double that, which felt good. Now, out of those folks, the 10%, about over half, so almost 65% of them are what I would consider active users, which means they have accessed over half of the 12 episodes that we have recorded so far. And, you know, the other thing is we really challenged ourselves to make these, you know, I'm going to steal an adjective that you like to use, snackable size. So they're no longer than 15 minutes. And, you know, what we've seen that seems to be a pretty sweet spot because over 90% of the, of the listens have completed the entire episode. So once they get on, they stay on. And that, that is no small feat, Ray, just for anybody listening for a podcast that's going out, you know, your everyday NPR podcast, like a lot of times that's closer to 50%. So the fact that you're getting people to not only listen, but listen all the way through really is a testament to all the work that you have done on this. What's the most unexpected outcome or discovery that you've made since starting the series? Yeah, I'll answer that two ways. So, you know, one, this isn't maybe so unexpected, but it's, it is heartwarming. And that is kind of the, the qualitative data we're getting back, right? So, you know, on your platform, on Storyboard, people can comment and, you know, the comments, and I scribbled a couple down here just in preparation for our conversation. But, you know, people have said things to each other, like, thank you for being vulnerable and sharing your story. Another one is, your story is so relatable. I appreciate your authenticity. You know, and a third one that grabbed my attention was, this is from one colleague to another, great advice from a great doctor. Wow. So one message is resonating. Venue and wake we're communicating seems to be spot on for many folks. And they're really building community 
in a virtual way with each other that they don't often get the opportunity to do in kind of their day-to-day world. Now, the surprising one for me was also the feedback that I received personally from the guests on the podcast. You know, so, you know, there's one of our early recordings. This is a gentleman who has been in practice as a physician for over 30 years. And after the recording, he said to me, you know, I have never told anyone this story in my 30 years of being a physician. And it was so therapeutic for me. That's incredible. And I I think that's what's so cool about audio. And it also speaks volumes to you, Ray, that you're able to interview people in a way that they're willing to open up. And as you said, from one of the comments, willing to be vulnerable, because I think these are things that all doctors are facing. So a big, big kudos to you on that. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. It's, it was pretty impressive. And I think, you know, it, it talks to that audio because most folks I will share with you when they record with me want their camera off. And so even though we know it's them, they we introduce them, you know, all of that. There's something around that ability to be vulnerable with some privacy that mix just seems to really kind of work here. Yeah. And Ray, I don't think this issue of burnout or communication within healthcare networks is unique to Christ Hospital, right? As you look at hospital networks as a whole, what other topics or workflows excite you? when you're thinking about introducing audio. Yeah, you know, I've been thinking a lot about that lately. And you're absolutely right, Jeremy. I mean, burnout is not unique to healthcare. And within healthcare and within the provider caregiver population, so not only physicians and advanced practice providers, but nurses and the entire care team, you know, are in a really tough spot. I mean, we see... You know, burnout statistics in the 40 to 50 percent of our caregiver workforce are um, citing through surveys that they are experiencing burnout. And that has a very specific definition to it. You know, it's not just, wow, I'm really toast or I'm really tired. I mean, these are very specific kind of behavioral trends that are really kind of tough things. And so it's, it's part of the work and it continues to accelerate for many reasons that we we don't have time to cover on this podcast. But what that says is there's a need for more and more people to be able to tell these stories and listen to each other. And so, you know, we've started with our physician population, but I could easily see this expanding. In fact, our chief nursing officer, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, she asked for access to the podcast and she listened to a couple of them. And she's like, okay, what do we got to do to bring this into the nursing community because I want people to be able to tell their stories. So there's just an easy expansion of this theme to a much broader population. I think that's one. You know, the other thing that I think can we can utilize audio for is even a more maybe mundane communication. You know, so not something so so emotional and cathartic as burnout. But even our, our various, you know, service lines. So hospitals, healthcare is organized by various service lines. So, you know, your women's health, your cardiovascular, et cetera, et cetera. As you can imagine, there's a lot of communication that needs to happen 
around projects that are going on, process improvements, new procedures, all of that kind of just staying abreast of the new happenings within a line of business. And, you know, we don't do that as well as we'd like. You know, we use the old email method, communication forums. But remember what I just said about, you know, access and time, you know, a lot of people can't or choose not to grab that information. So I think audio as another way to kind of seep into the cracks of their day so that they can absorb information that is important for the organization to have them understand, but also important for them to know, to be able to continue to improve the patient experience. Ray, I, I, I think you pointed out brilliantly there that they're, you know, Burnout is not just relevant to physicians, it's relevant to nurses. And like mundane communications, yeah, they're mundane because somebody has to read an email. Maybe it becomes a little bit easier to digest if it's in in audio form. So I I love the way you're thinking about this and expanding it within your teams. You know, Jeremy, you just you just prompted a thought. So uh, here's the other reason that I believe in the power of audio. So I've never had anybody come to me and say, hey, Ray, could you send us another email? Right? Or I've never had them say, hey, could you schedule me for another communication meeting? You know, I really think I want to add that to my calendar. But I have, in fact, in the last two weeks, I have had two people, two physicians reach out to me and say, hey, I want to be on that podcast. I want to tell my story. So you know, there's something to the power of this medium that attracts people. That's incredible, Ray. And I'm excited to continue to work with you as you build this and get more of those folks to come to you. And hopefully not just in burnout, but talk about other hot topics as well. I have one last question for you. What advice would you give to other folks looking to incorporate audio into their strategy? Mm, yeah. You know, I think of a few things. One, and this is just based on my own experience with our burnt podcast, and that is, you know, find, and we, we like to use this phrase around the Christ hospital, but find a small test of change. And so the question that I would encourage people to ask themselves is what communication gap exists that if you could improve it would have a significant impact on a small group of people? And I think that's kind of that test case population. And we'll try to boil the ocean. Like we're going to do a podcast for the whole company, you know, and that's where I think people often go, but where's a small group. And if that communication could get to them, that message, it could have significant impact for that group. I think that's your, that's your audience. Ray, that's a phenomenal piece of feedback. And it's something that I think it's the best way of looking at it. Find that small piece, right? You don't need to, you don't need to do something for everybody. Find the small piece where it's going to find an impact and grow it that way. I think that's a great place to leave us, Ray. Again, you've done an incredible job with this Burnt series. I'm excited to see where podcasting and audio goes for you from here on out. But for now, thank you so much for joining us and for sharing these stories. It's been amazing. Yeah, you're very welcome. And thank you for the partnership. You know, I can't underestimate your support and the ease of use of your storyboard platform. I mean, that all just took all that off the table so we could really focus on our content and our audience. So thank you.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Pop. You can find our previous interviews wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be coming back next month with a brand new episode, so stay on the lookout. At Storyboard, we have plans for organizations and teams of all sizes, with free pro and enterprise-level subscriptions. To learn how you can use Storyboard to record and share insights, updates, or stories with your team, visit our website at trystoryboard.com. You can also follow our LinkedIn page for regular updates. See you next time.